Many of us have those stubborn pounds that seem impossible to lose, no matter how good we eat or how hard we work out. My solution is Plush Care. Plush Care is a leading telehealth provider with doctors who are there for you day and night to partner with you in your weight loss journey. They can prescribe FDA-approved weight loss medications like Wagovi and Zepbound for those who qualify. Plus, they accept most insurance plans. To get started, visit plushcare.com slash weight loss. That's plushcare.com slash weight loss. This Mother's Day, celebrate the extraordinary women in your life with a heartfelt gift from Blue Nile. Whether it's for your mom, a mother figure, or yourself as a mom, find that perfect piece to express your love and appreciation. Explore Blue Nile's exquisite pearls and mesmerizing gemstones that she's sure to love. Enjoy fast shipping options like guaranteed free shipping and returns. Make this Mother's Day unforgettable with a piece from Blue Nile. Right now, get up to 50% off at BlueNile.com. That's BlueNile.com. All right. Nice big yawn to start off. A confident start to the podcast. To the first of the new series. I I don't know if it's the 12th or the 11th, Neil. Who cares? Why do you always ask that? Fucking hell. Do you aware of the notion of series? Yeah, but why are you always like, ooh, series 11, series 12? Does it really matter? Once you're in the double digits, does it matter what series? Everything is so sloppy with you. I know. It's like, you know, there were four series of Succession. There were nine series of The Sopranos. There were, there was famously only two series of Forty Towers. How many series were there of Giles Corrin has no idea? We asked its co-star Esther Walker. Nah, he gives a fuck. It's, not, it's were, a different attitude. If you were only OCD about cleaning the kitchen or making the bed, that would be crazy. No, but you just go, welcome to episode one, series 12. Coming up to do series 12, which may well be come to know, be known as the last pre-war series. Mm-hmm. You know how you talk about the pre-war era? In like, yes. You know, th- that th- the summer of 1913 before Britain and Europe and the world lost their innocence. It was, it was the pre-war era. Or you talk about the Weimar Republic, cabaret, pre-war Berlin. Yeah. You know, Cocktails and sex, and, and then decadence, and came the Nazis and war. And I minded because him. decadence is a thing that Putin accuses us of all the time. Decadence. So. Yeah. Well, then so does the whole of the insurrectionist Islamist world, mm. Mm. who unfortunately have got it in for us. Have an axis with China, mm-hmm. which all sounds a bit axis of evil. But according to the Times, on the front page at the top on uh, Tuesday, underneath, are you burnt out? Yes, How to Stop the Stress, and Why I Walked Out of Five Star Poor Things by Alice Thompson Mm -hmm. is World on Perilous Path to War Within Five Years, Shaps Warns. Mm -hmm. That's quite hardcore. That is very hardcore, and I have to say that I declined to read the story because I was so scared. And as I declined to read the story and I put the paper to one side and went to do something else, I thought, did housewives in 1939 also do that? They did. Did they just go, oh my God, I can't. But luckily the men, like me, stood up and said, no, Mr Hitler, we're not standing for that. You're too old to fight now. World on perilous path to war within five years. That's fucking major. It says Shaps warns. Mm -hmm. That funny little man who's the... Grant Shaps. Yeah, what does he do? Is he transport now? He used to be... He made, stationery, he made, he made millions from stationery. And I then think he's through. a minister for stationery. No, I mean, he, I'm sure he'd like to be because he knows so much about it. World but, on perilous path to war within five years. Says, but Grant Shaps is the new defence secretary, so he wants to he? make... 
Yes. What about the ball bloke who looked a bit like my dad? That nice fellow, yeah. He was in the, he was in the army. Yeah, yeah, he got he got fed up with it. Fair, fair enough. He, he was very good, actually. He was so good, I can't remember He left because he thought it was all over of done Ukraine. Little did he know that wars, uh, writes George Grills, the defence correspondent, involving Russia, China, Iran and North Korea could erupt in the next five years, the defence secretary has said. Yeah. It's just sort of so scary and unknowable. I think it's it's difficult to tune into it, really. If, the idea that our, Russia, China, Iran and North Korea should have these interests yeah that are the same uh is is uh weird it's like that's it's that's a bit bond film isn't it i mean it's a bit, it is absolutely the most terrifying thing and if you look at newspapers in 1910 11 12 13 mm-hmm. they were all saying you know on the path to war in such and such a time you know will it happen it'll start by thing will it be over by christmas so it's quite hard to then dis- we can't dismiss this story shaps may be a tedious wonk but he might be right um yes but how is that a column Darling, I know that you do like to dwell on these sort of awful things, like things being pre-war and it's also depressing, and the polar bears and climate change and stuff. But, but a, you're bumming me out, and b, it's just not going to make a column. Okay. Okay. So let's move on to your some weird story about. I've written, there's one here, number four, which says I've written very because I've handwritten because my laptop I couldn't find. I've written young need to see the old wanking. Working. Working. Yeah. Nobody needs to see anyone wanking. <laughs> I do. But it would have been a hell of a story to have had in the Times, doesn't it? Yes. Um, the, oh, yes, so there's two work stories. Yeah. Okay. These are jollier. Look, it's Sandy Toxfig. She's a jolly old Forget cove. about the war. Toxfig says we're on a path to war. No, Toxfig <laughs> says, Bake Off atrophied my brain. Fans of the Great British Bake Off, not us, uh, will be familiar with contestants' fears of soggy bottoms, but it's former host Sandy Toxfig has admitted that she had more terrible concerns. I mean, as we go into our 12th series mm-hmm. of this thing, and you can't really believe it, has it atrophied our brains? You can certainly see what Sandy's talking about. I left Bake Off because I stopped having fun. I left Bake Off because I stopped having fun, said Sandy Toxic. I was literally standing there watching meringues dry and thinking, oh my God, my brain is atrophying. She told Radio Times. So after three years, I thought, that'll do, go and do something else. Well, now you never... You can never be too sure if the reasons that television presenters give for leaving yeah. their gigs is actually the the total and whole truth. You're looking at me meaningfully. I'm looking at I'm uh, well. Are you saying that when I say that I left Amazing Hotels because after four series and twenty five episodes and six months away from my family, going into hotels and going wow. And then pretending to clean a swimming pool. Are you saying that I, the possibility that I left because it was atrophying my brain, which is basically what I told the word, might there might be more to it than that? No, but we we know we know, don't we, that in most television situations, when they want to get get rid of a presenter, they you are given an option. You're basically well, handed you're basically handed a pistol and, and, and said you're handed a revolver and a bottle yeah, of whiskey and told yeah. to go into the next room and do the decent and thing. Sort it out, yeah. And it's been brought to light by the likes of Sue Barker. Sue Barker, yeah. Uh, Mark Lawrenson was a football-focused presenter who all and, the same thing happened. And they at a certain point in your career, you might take, decide to go with this is ageist, this is wrong. Yes, yes. Or you can say. It was atrophying my brain. But anyway, she's got a good point. Well, she's I great, think... Tandy, and she does she yeah. does the IQ thing. Mm-hmm. So, but I mean, but it's, so, so it may be true. She may not have been fired. But um, mm. but but uh, television presenting work has always struck me as being unbelievably boring. Is there's lots of waiting around, a stop, start, pointing at things, subsuming. Basically, the the, the you have to suppress all of your own fears and thoughts and desires and everything about yourself in order to present this thing. Particularly to do a shoe like Bake Off. 
a shoe. A shoe. I, my brain's atrophying. But then you do sort of you do sort of think about you know what about sort of exciting jobs like we in theory have an exciting job we have jobs that a lot of people would uh would quite like to have and sometimes people are, are quite <laughs> angry are jobs you're well, sitting yeah. at the kitchen table yes, going nah, 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 with the sitting at the table nat- nattering on going out to eat at restaurants for yeah. a living and saying what you think for a living and sometimes i think that people are quite angry with us and particularly with you because you're more high profile than me because they see your job as being an amazing brilliant really fun job but every job gets boring doesn't it so this is how the one speaks out in a column like this where i would go has this atrophied my brain yeah murble, murble, wibble wibble splurk i would mm-hmm. then write for the comedy representation of the of the boggled brain but it's like yes sensibly like restaurant reviewing best job in the world mm-hmm. oh my is fucking it, christ no can i bring you the wine list no you can fuck off mate mm-hmm. uh it's it's that would you like me to explain the specials i'd rather you put pins in my eyes yeah Yes. Have you got any allergies? No, except for <laughs> sitting here in your fucking restaurant. Yeah. How's everything for you? Fuck off. Yeah. Is everything okay? Don't call me mate. Yeah. Oh, God. Don't call me Would you like some dessert? Do I look like I want dessert? Did I get a body like this eating dessert? <laughs> How would you like the steak cooked? Just cook it. Whatever I say, you'll get it wrong. Bring me the fucking steak. So your brain does absolutely... You're quite right. So mine atrophies doing that, and it's not even I don't do that often. So mm. the notion of the atrophying of mundane repeated tasks yeah call center work form filling you know the things from all the jobs from which people will in theory be saved by or superannuated by ai yeah um it's all basically you said the column for that the potential column for that is yes all work is boring so in that case you would uh, write at sandy toxvig yeah and she's a sort of Oh, she was a friend of my late dad and she's friends with my sister and we get on perfectly fine. So I wouldn't go like, fuck you, Toxvig, and you're privileged, you think you're yes. so... It's not that, but it's, yes, Sandy, all work is atrophies the brain. Yeah. That's what we have to give. That's why they're going to replace us with AI. Well, that's why you get paid, isn't it? Yeah. You get paid to do... It's why it's called work and why you get paid. It's, that's why, it's, like, well, it's because it's boring and it never stops. That's, that's Homer Simpson is that it's, it's, it's boring and makes you want to kill yourself. That's why it's called work or something. Yes, exactly. Take because the work story... Okay, so work atrophies the brain... Um, but there was another story. So that's the way we came to it. It's the young need to see the old wanking, but it's not wanking, it's working. Yes. Uh, and it's a thing about, and where's the story? And it's in the paper. Young miss out. Yeah. Uh, writes Emma Yeomans in the Times today or yesterday. When older colleagues work from home. Yeah. Young people starting out in their careers may be missing out on learning their trade because their colleagues are working from home. Mm. And I think about this, my best friend, Jem, who's a barrister and a public lawyer and a great man and a hardworking fellow, and my age, in lockdown, started obviously from home, doing his paper, obviously does his paperwork from home. He used to cycle into chambers, mm. into the inner temple, that amazing sort of medieval thing. And he loved it. And he went into his, sort of, at his, sat at his sort of leather top desk and he would cycle in at five in the morning and just like work, work, work and being a barrister. Then he'd go to court and into the robing room and mm. the, the banter and all that. Banter, whatever. Hello, Bans- my, Hello. Hello, my lord. Yeah. Roger any pupils recently. God. Come for a carrot at the club. No, but so Jen used to love all that. Now he lives around the corner from me in Gospel Oak. He got a dog in lockdown and he doesn't go into it anymore. And he's a KC. Mm. And I said, Are you going to work today? And I haven't been for three months. Why not? Well, who's going to walk the dog? And you go, mm. Imagine Rumpole of the Bailey thinking yeah. like that. Imagine. But, you know, his wife's a teacher. His kids are, one of them's at university, one's still at school. The dog's alone all day. It's a 
chirpy, what is it, a spaniel, isn't it? A little spaniel. A little yeah. spaniel. Jen chooses KC. On, and has, it's also done judging work. Mm-hmm. Stays at home in order to take it up onto the heat for a shit at 10 o'clock. Yeah. Because he thinks that's more important than going to chambers. Yes. And he can then bill a certain number of hours as a yeah. barrister, like our, our mate Peter up the road, who, mm-hmm. who, does, who works from home. Uh, because his bill of hours are higher because he's not wasting time on the train. And I've actually said, and Jen was going to give up his chambers. I go, well, you can't, you've got to, that's what a barrister is. It's someone who goes there, who goes, he's oh, in the roaming room and the nattering. He does it, he does it, they do all their conferences on Zoom, Zoom. wear whatever you like. Yeah. Uh, and they put on this heavy horsehair thing. Mm. And I said, and saying to Jen, isn't that marvellous putting on the wig? And he said, for the first 20 years. The- <laughs> <laughs> you know what I mean? And it's like, because his brain's atrophied, I suppose he would be saying. I think but so, anyway, yeah. so I, but I said, Jen, you've got to go in. For the kids, yeah, you know the people need to see uh, the the senior. I, people. Yeah, I I have I have just got incredibly fond memories of the more senior journalists that I used to sort of chat to on various newspapers. Valentine Lowe, who's just retired from the Times, is that he was the kind of he was special writer or sort of chief writer or something, and but he basically followed the Royals. He was. Amazing. Bernard Levin. When yeah. I started the Times, I Keith see him Dove Kent. John Arledge used to come into the evening stand. Anthony <laughs> Howard. <laughs> Philip Howard. Charles Dickens was walking around. No, but you, you, you but you would, no, you did. You'd get to talk to them. You'd occasionally have lunch with them, and there yeah. they would be, and they would say they would mostly tell you to fuck off. Yeah. But that was important as well because one day I'll tell people to fuck off. Yes. Yes. Uh, I yes. have to do it on social media, unfortunately. Yeah. So what are but I thought, and I can't get out of my head the idea of people watching me wanking, but still, I thought. It, 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 I've done it before. There's a column about the working day. Sorry, I'm just... Sorry, what? I know. I've got, got a very bad mental picture in my head now. I just need to... Okay, now out. gather round. No, no. <laughs> you may have thought that the London College of Printing course had taught you all you need to know about journalism. You just may have on. thought that your three years on the Burnley Echo had taught you... But now come to the home of a columnist and find out what he does all day. <laughs> Is it wanking or working? It's a bit of both, kids. Um, sorry. No uh, well, um, the point is, is that, yes, it's the idea of, but look, the, the, the young need to see the old working. Look, come and have a look at me working. Right. Stop thinking wanking. It's this just is what it working. looks like. It's yeah. just my handwriting. It yeah. just looks yeah, like yeah, wanking. Yeah. yeah, that's good. That's good. So that's a, so it's a, basically, it's all about work this week. It's work, 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 work. Sandy talks so, to you. Yeah, says it atrophies your brain. And everybody else needs to come into my office and see me wanking. <laughs> Jobs are mighty fine on file that. It's that time of the year. Your vacation is coming up. You can already hear the beach waves, feel the warm breeze, relax, and think about work. You really, really want it all to work out while you're away. Monday.com gives you and the team that peace of mind. When all work is on one platform and everyone's in sync, things just flow. Wherever you are, tap the banner to go to Monday.com. When you're ready to pop the question, the last thing you want to do is second-guess the ring. At BlueNile.com, you can design a one-of-a-kind ring with the ease and convenience of shopping online. Choose your diamond and setting. When you find the one, you'll get it delivered right to your door. Go to BlueNile.com and use promo code LISTEN to get $50 off your purchase of $500 or more. That's code LISTEN at BlueNile.com for $50 off your purchase. BlueNile.com, code LISTEN. Ryan Reynolds here from Mint Mobile. With the price of just about everything going up during inflation, we thought we'd bring our prices 
down. So to help us, we brought in a reverse auctioneer, which is apparently a thing. Mint Mobile Unlimited Premium Wireless. Ready to get 30, 30, ready get 30, ready get 20, 20, 20, ready get 20, 20, ready get 15, 15, 15, 15, just 15 bucks a month. So give it a try at mintmobile.com slash switch. $45 up front for three months plus taxes and fees. Promote for new customers for limited time. Unlimited more than 40 gigabytes per month. Slows. Full terms at mintmobile.com. Okie dokie. Um, I actually and, haven't... No. What, go on. Uh, no, 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 don't, not interested. No, exactly. No, I was not gonna, interested. No. Not interested. No, the other W word, washing. We could talk about that. Uh, what about washing? Well, just to the, well, the thing I haven't done that begins with W and ends in ing. Oh, you haven't been washing, yeah. I haven't been washing. I've also not been wanking. Okay, <laughs> great. Because go. I haven't been washing. And it would be disgusting. Haven't great. washed for six days. Amazing. Taking... So, so, the, so the amazing thing about you that listeners might not know is that you don't ever smell your feet don't smell your clothes don't smell i can't tell if you've been in a room or not you don't smell so in a kind of environmental thing i've stopped because i've 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 stopped to ch- i change my pants every day because mm-hmm. you know you shit yourself you shit yourself but it, 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 but, but i've stopped <laughs> <laughs> but, but uh, uh, and socks it feels a bit just they get a bit sweaty and crusty but i i always wear every day i, I get dressed i put socks pants and a t-shirt and the t-shirt is the base layer of thing and I, I used to change it every day and i stopped and i've been i've worn this t-shirt now for oh my god you're not even changing your t-shirt no three days right not washing <laughs> i don't smell at all no and, but also you had stopped washing i don't well i i i, I stop i don't do a full body bathe every day but i i wash at the sink you always give your Oh no, there's no, 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 there's no need. Neil, cut that out. So you do it like the with the flannel between the legs. Polish, polish. We'll come to the newspaper for this in a minute. That is no way to talk about me. No, I No, I know because you have that flannel which you do your pits with. Because I once used it to try and wash my face. And I thought, ah. White is for face, blue is for body. Right, well, the way... And the point is, I mean, you do smell. No, you're not a smelly person. You're just human. No, you don't, my love. But I you do. wash and you use deodorant and you smell amazing. Oh, my God. If I didn't wash, <laughs> if I didn't wash, I would smell absolutely terrible, like, really quickly. If you didn't wash at all? No, you'd... Oh, gosh, you'd, no. You'd come in the door and say somebody died. <laughs> yes, it would um, be so bad. But you stopped washing... You stopped showering and bathing. Yeah. It started off as a time-saving measure and also as a hair saving measure because I because you're a busy working mum no well you can't well I just you know I just I found I started to find showering a bit kind of enervating it was a bit bad for I don't know it kind of upset me to sort of have a you shower you all that hard water on your hair not all the hard water on my hair and also my but also when it's I it's falling out had, much less now my after I had so I had my children my hair started falling out mm. and it one and my hairdresser said um, how often do you wash your hair and I said well every day and she went every day like that. And I went, yeah. She went, you don't wash your hair every day. So now I, hair, I wash my hair once a week. Depending what else I'm doing, I will have a, have a you know, an everything shower, as it's called, or a big bathe and get everything sorted out. But otherwise, as you get older, washing every single day, particularly in London hard water, is not very good for your skin. And you particularly have very dry skin. I have dry, dry back skin. And uh, unfortunately, I'm as a single man, there's nobody to moisturise my back. What I should have done was got married. So that somebody would fucking moisturise my back. So I thought the thing to do is to not let it get dry. I've never put soap on it. I just soak my pits, balls, crack, and then everything else. I don't actually... Would you brought the subject up? Uh, I didn't. You okay, did. Fine, I did. Uh, and then uh, it's a little insight into the daily life of a columnist. It'll be going in the column for, for, for <laughs> Tony so, Gallagher. This is what so he does. And, and of course, so you get soap up there and all the sort of greasy bits, and then 
but, but, they, but they get dry anyway just from the water. And also my hair. I stopped washing my hair all the time. Yeah. Um, uh, if you put sort of product in your hair, hmm. then I, I can see that you'll, you want to wash it yeah, out. But if you don't wash it right, then you don't need to put product in your hair because yes. it gets that sort of claggy... Look. Like Sam's hair. Sam, yeah. who never washes his hair. His hair is just sort of stiff. It's amazing. He has a shower and it's like a duck. Yeah. <laughs> the, water, the hair doesn't... His hair is so dirty, it doesn't even get wet. No, it just goes. It just runs off. Yeah, no, it, it hums a bit when it's wet, when it's damp. You it know, does. Yeah. His hair smells a bit when he hasn't washed it for a while. But so anyway, I'm then taking yeah. taking my lead from you. I thought, well, I'll stop because in the morning there's so little time, and if you have a ten minute lovely hot shower, or and I used to like having a shower, then turning it to cold for my mental health. Mm-hmm. Learned that from Libby Purvis, who mm-hmm. is mad about a bag of spanners, but, <laughs> but says claims that, that that having a cold shower every morning has kept her sane. Uh, and uh, uh, Neil is writing down literally. Take out. After <laughs> Ask me afterwards, is it okay to say that Libby is mad as a bag of spanners? I think we should put it in and find out. If there's one thing about Libby Purvis is she is not shy of telling me when, she thinks, when I've gone yeah. awry. She'll do it on Twitter publicly. Oh, Giles, your father, I remember him. He wouldn't have said for this. What are you doing? Yeah. Um, uh, that which is fine. Um, so anyway, following my leave from you, I now haven't washed for six days. But I don't smell and, it's been, and I haven't, I've saved all that uh, time. time, heat and water in the environment. And how's, been, your, how's your back feeling? Well, I don't know if you ever touched it. You'd find out, wouldn't you? No, I mean t- to you. Yeah, yeah, it's all right. It's not. It's, it's not too crackly. It's feeling kind of nice. Good. Yeah. Yeah. yeah so, it's, so it's the, the 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 three W's: washing, working, and wanking. You've got to just put them in order, and then life is sorted. And then life is absolutely sorted. Great. I hope everybody learned something there. This doesn't feel like episode one of, of series twelve at all, <laughs> does it? The meandering. Can you random. This is the first episode. It would never get commissioned. Oh. It never did get commissioned. <laughs> it just sort of happened. Yeah, we just sort of made them do it. Back when people thought podcasts didn't matter. Yeah. Um, do you want to talk about the reduced Shakespeare? Yeah, oh, yes. I mean, I... I, I yes. It, only because I don't understand why people are so obsessed with reducing Shakespeare. I don't get it. It's like... You can, they, they, when Twitter came out, there was this whole fashion for reducing all sorts of very long books into 40, 140 characters. Moby Dick, Wuthering Heights, all that stuff. It's like, just well, that, read that the was book. A, I think that was a sort of joke. This thing with the Shakespeare, and fair enough, I mean, it's the RSC, they have to do gimmicks. They have to do things to try and get people yeah, into I guess it. So, yeah. Brevity is the soul of wit. Uh, Shakespeare in 18 Minutes by RSC. Bite-sized Shakespeare for day trippers is to be launched in the playwright's hometown by the new double act charged with keeping the thing relevant. Blah, blah, blah. I mean, I suppose Stratford-upon-Avon is just a kind of... People have gone there to... It's a theme park, isn't it? Yeah, you've gone there to buy a mug and a thing. Yeah. In, in 18, but it, it's... People go, I, I don't watch... and I don't go to the theatre because I haven't got time. No, you're too thick, I suppose. Well, I don't go to the theatre. It's not because I'm too thick. It's just I don't like the theatre. But I don't... I, I'm not going to go and watch a, a Shakespeare play. But so... I'm not, and I'm, I'm not going to go and watch a three-hour Shakespeare play, and I'm not going to watch an 80-minute Shakespeare play either. Well, it's a question of what people want. They're doing As You Like It first. And As You Like It, what are the bits you would save it? What's the plot? It's the... the, the there's yes, the, how do you edit Shakespeare? There's the good duke and the bad duke. One of them's been exiled to the Forest of Arden, and then there's a speech about all the world's a stage, and then it ends. Right. Uh, it's like, <laughs> I don't see what... I mean, it's like, you don't... You, you could either see none of it or all of it, is what I'm saying. And it's all... Exactly, it, it, exactly, exactly. I'm not, I'm not going to get... I'm not going to go to, to, to Shakespeare at all, and I'm not going to see it if it's shorter. So why not put it on properly for the people who actually want to see it? But I suppose... Well, which they're going to do as well. Yeah, uh, yes, You know, yes. our kids are doing Shakespeare, and I... Just for the starting up with Shakespeare, and I sort of wonder... 
I hope they're doing it properly. I hope they're not doing translated, modernised versions of it. I hope they're... Because there's, there isn't any point. I don't think so. The stories are all sort of horseshit and, and it's, yeah. uh, it's about getting into a little bit of the poetry. Anyway, what do you think of... Uh, I'm, just, I, I'm just sort of tickled by the fact that the story comes round every now and again. Sort of reduced... Well, mean, there, the, there was the, the reduced Shakespeare Company was funny, though. Yeah. That, that was a comedy there's the, thing. the song from Kiss Me Kate, Brush Up Your Shakespeare, is funny. Yeah. But they... Reduced Shakespeare Company actually rather like the brilliant... Did you ever see the Skinhead Hamlet? No. Um, it, it contains such speeches as to fuck or be fucked. Right. That is the question. <laughs> and also the best line, fuck off to a nunnery, which is what... And the point is, that depends on... It's a 1970s uh, thing. Do play, a radio play, 15 minutes. Well, not can put it on the radio, but a uh, 15-minute play. And what I love about it is that Hamlet saying to Ophelia, fuck off to a nunnery, it depends on you knowing the play. Mm-hmm. It depends on you knowing the line, get thee to a nunnery. And having a... Actually, fuck off to a nunnery is what Shakespeare would have written if he'd been allowed. If they, yeah. you know, if it, it was funnier because it's funny because it's true. Yeah. It's because Hamlet at that point is dismissive. He's getting rid of her. He's, his mind is in turmoil. Fuck off to a nunnery. It, it was better and funnier. The problem with it, I suppose, is that every time a story comes around, columnists, my dad must have done it 50 times, will then do the, abbrevi- the abbreviated works of Shakespeare. Because that's yeah. the only column that's followed. Yes, yes. Is that yes. I then do King Lear in. Uh, paragraph a paragraph yeah uh, and this has happened it, that must have happened so, I mean I've just probably done it quite a lot hard to know because my brain's atrophied yes I, uh, clearly anything else that caught your eye I don't know I I, I... oh Kate Moss you want I to looked on the, the front page of the Kate Times Moss. today back to nature Kate Moss with Sadie with, with the actress Sadie Frost and the nutritionist Rosemary Ferguson yeah. on a spiritual retreat on the island of Mystique and I looked at the three of them and they looked they're bitten into a dog shit and I thought <laughs> What could you imagine anything less fun? Kate Moss is, is like having a it's it's a booze free because they've done so much gack and so much shagging and so much fags. That's why they that's why they're well, in she the... doesn't she doesn't drink anymore. I think I think uh, I think one of the many things that I have in common with Kate Moss is that we both had a little bit of a white wine problem. And I think before it got serious she decided to uh, knock the white wine on the head and um, is now sort of doesn't doesn't drink anymore. I think that but, but you, were, you were saying why does everyone care so much about Kate Moss? And let me tell you why everyone cares so mm. much about Kate Moss. Is it because she's thin? No, it's because she. Oh, look, I suppose the short and slightly kind of um, crude answer is she doesn't give a fuck. And the thing that women mostly do is just give loads of a fuck about everything. And we kind of wish that we didn't because it makes our lives riddled with uncertainty and anxiety and misery. And we, I'm sure, okay, Moss's life is riddled with uncertainty, anxiety and misery too. But she projects like it's not. And she projects like, I'm Kate Moss and I don't care. And more than anything more than her cheekbones and her thinness and looking amazing in all clothes all the time and her money and her kind of independence and all of that the thing that women crave about Kate Morse more than any of that is that she just doesn't care or she doesn't seem to care just like you you me you that's oh. where we came in the podcast, what episode is it? I don't know, don't care. No, Esther I Walker don't. doesn't give a fuck. She's no. the Kate Moss of podcasting. She's, oh, I wish I was the Kate Moss of anything, but no. No, no, I give a massive shit about all sorts of things. I just don't care about the podcast. <laughs>
You've been listening to Giles Corrin Has No Idea with me, Giles Corrin. And me, Esther Walker. To find out what I wrote about in the end, pick up a copy of the paper or treat yourselves to a digital subscription. Digital subscription.